0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on another big night of European action in Glasgow. Rangers host Aris Limassol looking to move towards securing Europa League progression. Aberdeen are underway in the Conference League in the snow in Helsinki and trail by a goal to nil. And they too have Celtic's Champions League followed as attention turns back to the Premiership this weekend. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me you have Gordon DL. And Mark Wilson. Yeah, it's a big night ahead for Rangers because they, they could be the only Scottish team to progress and have got the opportunity to do that tonight at Ibrox and put right what was a big wrong away in Cyprus a couple of weeks ago. Rangers in a different place now, so they'll fancy themselves tonight. And like you say, Aberdeen underway, but nothing again, only but financial if they win the game. They get a hefty pot of money. However, they're 1-0 down and then... There'll be plenty of people wanting their opinion on Celtic and where they go in European football going forward. Yeah, I think it all lies in Ibrox tonight at 8 o'clock, Gordon. I know Aberdeen are underway, but there's really nothing to play for apart from that money that Matt was uh, talking about there. And the way they're looking, I don't think they've got to come out there with anything. But it's all about Rangers tonight. A uh, positive result. They will have learnt lessons from... You know, Limitrol last time, um, it was a disastrous of a result you've got to see and a performance, but the new manager demands a lot better now and uh, the standards are a lot higher and I'm sure every Rangers fan going along tonight will expect a good victory. Oh, Aberdeen almost going 2-0 down, the ball skiffs the crossbar, but over to you, 0141-951-1025. Rangers fans, especially if you're heading to the game tonight, maybe you're getting in the car, on the bus, heading down to the stadium... We love to share that journey with you. So pick up the phone, let us know what you're thinking. How important is this win? That seems a fairly obvious question at this stage of European competition. Um, but there are a few different permutations. Obviously looking to get some sort of European football after Christmas. Looking to progress to the next round. Maybe even looking to win the group. So what are you thinking ahead of Aris Limassol tonight? How much of an improvement are you expecting from the corresponding fixture over in Cyprus? And who would you play? Are there still one or two... Areas, you look at the, the centre-back area, it's bound to be makeshift because Conor Goldson can't play, Leon Balogun's not in the squad, so are we looking at Ben Davies, John Souter, or is there someone else out there we've not thought of? Uh, you know, Todd Cantwell, Tom Lawrence, who, who and, and where are you fitting in in that area of the pitch and anything else that you want to talk about with regards to the team, 01419511025. Celtic fans, it is only day two. Maybe the dust has settled a bit. Maybe a bit of the emotion has gone out and it's a bit more of an analytical look at not only the failure in this season's Champions League, but something that's clearly been plaguing the club at this level for uh, quite a while. So what do you think now? Two days on from Rome, 01419511025. How do you look back on it now? Where does the team need to go from here? If there are any Aberdeen fans who are watching the game and want to watch with us, again, same number, or send us a tweet. And we didn't even get round to talking about sin bins on last night's show. It's very much in the news at the moment. Would it be a welcome or a pay, a welcome addition or a pain in the backside? Uh, you can let us know. 01419511025. 
tough old start this for Aberdeen, isn't it? Certainly is. Um, I mean, it's not only the weather as well. It's, I was going to say, as, as the question goes, what's Helsinki like at this time of year? <laughs> freezing, absolutely mm-hmm. freezing. Freezing, snowing, and we've got the old red ball. Out, and must admit, I'm struggling to still see the red ball with the snow lying now on the pitch. But they're struggling to get to grips with the game anyway because uh, Helsinki, shown in these opening stages, are not a bad side. But Aberdeen, few changes. From the team that faced Rangers on Sunday, um, they're not quite cutting at the minute. 01419511025. Pick up the phone, let us know what you're thinking. We will start with the game at Ibrox tonight, more than likely. So give us a call. Rangers fans, are you heading down? You get the long johns on, surely, in these conditions. What are you expecting when you get there? How important is a win? What type of performance do you want to see? Of course, bouncing back from Pataudry disappointment at the weekend. And who should play? Let's answer all the questions that Philippe Clement has to face in about mm, an hour and a bit's time. 01419511025 to set the scene for you at a chilly Ibrox is Gabriel. Clyde One Super Scoreboards European coverage with Trusted Scotland. For life after debt, visit trustedscotland.net. Gabriel, what's happening there then? It'll be quiet at the moment. What Give us a, a rundown of how important tonight is. Yeah, well, Gordon, you say it's a chilly night here at Ibrox. It is freezing cold, but a massive game about to take place in front of our eyes. If Rangers win, then they will progress to the knockout stages. It's that simple. And what a turnaround it has been since the last time they faced Aris. Nearly two months ago, they were managerless, they seemed directionless, and their future in this competition looked uncertain after that embarrassing 2-1 defeat in Cyprus. But since then, Philippe Clement has come in. He's unbeaten in his eight games in charge, and he is ready to take the next step in Europe. It might not be plain sailing though, defensing concerns uh, as you touched on just there Gordon Connor Goldson suspended, Ridvan Yilmaz and Leon Balogun cannot play as they're not in the European squad, Ryan Jack and Nico Raskin are not yet fit, uh, we could see that centre half pairing of John Suter and Ben Davies, it be interesting to see how it might work you rarely see a Rangers team without the rock that is Connor Goldson at the heart of the back line. But the Jers are on a great run here, we know this place has always been a fortress on big nights like these they've won their last five home games in the Europa League. It's their best record in the competition for nearly 40 years. Uh, a quick run through some of the permutations because it's all moving at the moment. We do know that a win is good enough to see them progress. Keep an eye on the early game over in Prague. Now, if Real Betis win, then a draw will be enough to get Rangers through. However, it would only see them through to the last 32 round. That would be in second place. And what Clement ideally wants is victory tonight and then a shootout in Seville in two weeks' time against Betis for top spot. That's because first place takes you straight into the last 16, skipping an entire round and avoiding any dropouts from the Champions League. What about the visitors then, Aris Limassol? Do they have any hope of qualifying? They're currently bottom of the group. They've only got three points, meaning Rangers are the only team they've got a result against. Two wins would see Aris progress, although defeat could see them eliminated tonight. They've lost three of their last six games. I told you it's cold, Gordon. It's one degree right now. It'll drop to minus three by the second half and we could even see some fog in here be an interesting spectacle I'll bring you team news when it comes just before 7 o'clock that was a full <laughs> weather <win. laughs> once he added the fog I thought this yeah. is extensive it's so much info I must admit it's, it's, it's probably the same temperature in this studio as well yeah. to be honest so it's, it won't yeah. be too different to Sean Barty could, you quickly, in and <laughs> could you just repeat those permutations for me for Rangers uh, yeah could you remind uh, me? I win tonight uh, uh-huh. the progress right um over in Prague if betters don't 
um, then the goes to the last game for the Betis last. Don't what? Sorry, don't win. Uh, goes to the last game for the last sixteen or thirty. He's got that wrong, Gabriel, hasn't he? Gordon, you're not listening to what I'm saying. I can't, mate. Listen, I've listened to you long enough. <laughs> one more time. One more time for him. Very simple. If Rangers win tonight, they will be guaranteed a place in the knockout stages. But if Real that. Betis win, if they win in <sighs> Prague, then uh, Rangers will only need a draw. But that would mean they finish second. They don't want that because that means they'll go into the last 32. Ideally, they want top spot straight into the last 16, skipping an entire round. There we go. Mm. Crystal clear. 01419511025. Graham is going to kick things off. I prefer off. the weather. Uh, Graham, what are you thinking tonight? Good evening, lads. I'm on, on the, the M74 car park on the way to the game. Oh, dear. After, uh, after Gabe. I'm acting on this one. <laughs> um, but, um, no, the reason I'm calling tonight is uh, I've got a bit of a concern about the effectiveness of Todd Cantwell on the right-hand side of the midfield. I think we're losing a lot with him out there. Um, he's not prolific at, at putting cross balls, etc. Across, I'd quite like to see a dedicated winger. Um, and I'm wondering whether maybe he put, perhaps brings in Rabi Matondo tonight, plays him on the left, Sima on the right, and then put Cantwell at a 10 at, at the front of the, the midfield behind Danilo. I think he's more effective there. Um, and and I, I'm just wondering what the guys think about that as a possible formation change. I do agree that Cantwell, on the right-hand side of the three... I think he gets lost a little bit. He starts chasing the ball. He starts to get and try and get involved on it, and I, I don't blame him for that. He likes to be involved in the game. Um, I'm interesting tonight, Matondo at Ibrox. He's come back. He come on as substitute up at Petardre. Bit of pace, two wide players, Sima as well. Try to create plenty of chances. Uh, it'd be a case then that if Cantwell did get in number ten spot, where does Lawrence go? Um, does he drop back in with, with Lundstrom in the middle of the park to make that too? I, I don't so. think so. So uh, I've got a funny feeling Matondo, it's a bit early. Uh, I totally understand Graham's point of view from it, but I think he'll stick with Cantwell, Lawrence and Sima as the three uh, behind Daniel. To be fair, I suppose the one main moment of effectiveness from Todd Cantwell in that area came in the last game, Mark, Sparta Prague, you, you can see the goal, he comes in, it was a very nice goal and... Yeah. And scored it to put Rangers 2-0 up But I think generally Most Rangers fans would, would definitely agree with Graham. There's a there's a bit of a Todd Cantwell predicament Brewing here in that They clearly like him And they think he's talented um, But is he as effective in this Current Rangers setup as he could be? No, I don't believe he is I don't believe he's a right midfielder Right winger, whatever you want to call that position I don't think you get the best out of him But I think it's a classic case just now for Clement Is play your best players and Cantwell's certainly one of Rangers' best players, but so is Lawrence when he's come back fit. So he's juggling who to play where, and he's obviously thinking he can get a lot more from Lawrence in that kind of number 10 role, and he's just trying to fit Cantwell in wherever he can, wherever there's a space. You're never going to drop Seema on the other side, so Matondo's never really done enough. McCausland, um, yeah, if he was... Yeah, signed the new contract. Yeah, so it's definitely a positive there. But I think Cantwell has been played there just to get him in the starting 11 and you know Cantwell will be happy he's playing but I bet you he wants a goal in his preferred position which is definitely the middle of the pitch where he contributes much more in my opinion just remind me Graham. sorry what, what was your solution you still wanted Cantwell in the in the team tonight yeah yeah so I, I, my suggestion was possibly play on central behind striker as a number 10 and put two, two, two wide players out right, so, so no Tom Cantwell Lawrence then um 
Good point, actually. I never actually thought Just play 12, yeah. I, thought was, I think that sometimes is a good solution. To play 12, you've got a great chance of winning. That is the difficulty, joking aside, isn't it? Because you, yeah. you wonder tonight's, you know, opposition, no, the amount of the ball you're going to have. Are you really going to need two defensive minded midfielders? Could Lundstrom not sit there and you could go with Cantwell and Lawrence in there to create? I think, to, listen, see the, the other leg, the other tie uh, in Cyprus. It was a totally different occasion, totally different experience for Rangers. They were in a. Bear in mind that the weekend it was Cifuentes and Lundstrom, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack's obviously injured. I might be wrong. Passed me on the motorway today, presumably going in for treatment. Oh, right, right, okay. Do you wave? No. I'm not sure Cifuentes is. Is going to cut it this season for Rangers. I think there's there's a few ahead of him, but I just wonder if you could get away with playing one defensive midfielder. I don't think he will. Mark. Is it, no. is it no. Philippe Clement's style? I'm just no. I don't think he will. I'm looking at all of his games so far and can't really see a time. Hearts at home. No, Rask and Lundstrom both played. He'll play these two. Listen, uh, he played. He changed his formation to three five two. Was that when yeah. away in Prague? So he's not scared in to terms change of, the, of the mid, that that mm-hmm. midfield area though. Um, I just think it's too early for Matondo I know he come on what about, what about McCausland then? Yeah I like McCausland Signed a new contract Obviously He'd be very high in confidence I just think these are Impact players tonight for me I think he'll start with his normal 4-2-3-1 uh, I think Cantwell will play off the right hand side And then if he needs the likes of the width and the pace He's then got different options So no No McCausland from the start yet Graham You think that That still down the line before that happens yeah possibly, possibly to be honest with you um, what I, I hadn't thought about as well is obviously with Colson being out tonight we might need two sitting because obviously Suter's not played a while if you get the nods um, or, so it's going to be probably Suter and Davis who uh, might need extra cover uh, kind of sitting in front of them just in case this team because they are quick this team um, they may not be that prolific but they are quick so um, yeah, Lawrence might have been the one that would have dropped out for me uh, I have to be honest with you Because I really do feel when Cantwell's on fire He, he needs to be in a good place uh, On the park But yeah, McCausland I think uh, one, one certainly that we're still working on Maybe not ready to start Especially a game that we really, really, really need to win Yeah, on that I mean, there are a few permutations I take it They do kind of speak for themselves I don't know if there's any Wild theories to be had But you know, you want to talk the group You know, and then Get that easier, or you know, skip around if you like. And in terms of of progression, is it just about taking care of the own your own business? I suppose it's a weird one because the the betis game's early, isn't it? So you will sort of know um, a bit more about the picture by the time you kick off at Ibrox. It's just going to put us in our strongest position if we win our home game against the team at the bottom of the league. No, no disrespect to them, but this is the team that we would have picked. Is we should have been two 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 wins. You know, obviously we didn't manage it away, but. You know, in order for us to get a chance of winning the group, and that's what we really want to do, helps with the fixer congestions and all that to get straight into 16 rather than 32. All of that kind of bodes well. So I would suggest that we have to absolutely go for it tonight, hammer them. Yeah, Linusol went to Betis and lost 4-1. Um, you look at you know some of the other results in European competition probably gives you the, the best... Help. 2-0 Aberdeen 2-0 Helsinki it's a tough one no money it's tonight a, it's a very tough game so far <laughs> um, yeah like I said went to Betis um, and lost 4-1 lost 1-0 at home to Betis these are the ones that have been since the Rangers game Mark um, as Graham says they, they probably don't fall into that like ab- clearly not European minnows that you know that we sometimes rhyme off when we talk about 
unthinkable results. They're not quite at that level, but clearly low seeds in the group. Rangers at home. It's 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 anticipated yeah. that when Graham gets there and it's minus four or whatever Gab says it is, um, <clears throat> that it's a comfortable win. It should be. Let's let's be honest. It really should be because if you can take care of Betis at home and you can take care of Prague at home, then you should be able to take care of Aris Limassol at home. And I believe they will. Again, I'll go back to the the other the the first game between them. That Rangers were in a totally different place. It just came off the back of their manager being sacked. Um, they were disjointed. There was a real lack of quality and effort. But it's been transformed since then. There's a real energy about Rangers at the minute, and particularly in European nights as well. Ibrox seems to be the place in this competition that Celtic Park used to be on Champions League nights. It always seems to bring the best out of the players. So I don't think it'll be a difficult match for Rangers at all. I mean that the greatest respect to Aris, Aris Limassol, but I think Rangers will have too much, even with those important players missing. I agree with that. <clears throat> the, only, the only danger is this is a team in their last eight games who only failed to score once. So there's goals in them if you give them the opportunity. Um, obviously, it'll be interesting to see who plays in the defence tonight, centre of the defence. Does, does it not pick itself? Yeah, I think Sutter and Davis. I think we'd all go with that. Um, Both you know, have done well at times for Rangers, but it's not ideal, is it? As, as Gabriel said, Conor Goldson's just always there, it feels like. Yeah, you know, um, I, th- I don't think it'll be Michael Beale where he'll, he'll move Lundstrom back in there uh, uh, defence and maybe go with a three and stick his two wing-backs very high up to get the width. Um, I just think the, the team picks itself tonight. Um, I'll be interested in who, who we've just We've just debated the team for the last 15 minutes. Now you're telling me it picks Sales itself. Football. Well, in, you, in my it? opinion, it picks itself tonight. My team's there. What's, what's Clement doing if the team's picking itself? So give us, a, give us do, the... Do you want a team? Uh-huh. And, I, and Gab's will read it out with, with, with the weather. Uh-huh. I, tell you, I tell you why it doesn't pick itself. Because I can see his paper <laughs> and he's got Ryan Jack on no, there and he scrubbed it. No, it didn't. No, it did not. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Show the paper yeah, to the yeah, camera. Butland, uh-huh. Tavernier, yeah, yeah, yeah. Suter, Davis and Barisic. Right. Sifuentes, Lundstrom, Cantwell, Lawrence and Seema. Good man. Thank you, Graham. Enjoy the game. Hopefully, the traffic is progressing well. Anyone else out there on your way to the game? Even if you're not, we don't discriminate. If you want to sit at home and watch it and give us a call, please do 01419511025. Graham wanted to see Todd Cantwell moved, wanted to see, as a result, Tom Lawrence drop out. Would you agree with that? Or do you have any alternative thoughts? 01419511025, and we'll speak to you next. Clyde One Super Scoreboards. Listen and watch. Check the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB. Patron Saints of Patter. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard on St Andrew's Day. <sighs> Do you like that? No bagpipes. Clyde oh, One Super beautiful. Scoreboard theme tune. Beautiful. Oh, God, it was St Andrew's Day. Yeah, ah, yeah, that's brilliant. It's like spend spare. <laughs> Who I'll was playing what, that? Um, Wait, you see the haggis coming in. The the reason we were all sort of stunned and shocked and caught off guard because Aberdeen have just pulled one back in stunning fashion. A volley from outside the box, rifled into the top corner. McDonald's a wonder. Oh Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Ties um, into the Scottish team. I was going to say Angus McDonald. Yeah. Oh, McDonald. Um, there you go. But an incredible yeah, strike, yeah, and it was maybe going to take something like that because <laughs> Aberdeen were two down, were really up against it. They, they were miles oh, yeah. out of this game. Um, but there we go, game on. They've been dreadful. And uh, 
What a goal. Aye, McDonald's has been booked as well. But they aye, really struggling to get to grips with this game. That's really been... I was going to say their first attack, wasn't he? Even an attack, 25 yards out. You think he heard the bagpipes calling? How was that, huh? And then just what do you usually do in St Andrews Day? Anything? Me? Aye. I fly down and sign my city in St Andrews Day. 40 years ago to the day. Seriously? Did you? Yeah. That sounds like we've set that up. This is because no, the reason my because, mate phoned me today. I was going to say someone must have told you because you yeah. can't remember anything about your career. You reckon you signed for City 40 years to today, and it was a Thursday. In St Andrews Day Great, great stat, great knowledge. You sure? I was on the flight. Gordon D. L. Who's this Andrew? Must be his birthday. We're all singing. What they they announced it on on the flight on the flight? Yeah. And St Andrews Day. Oh, St Andrews Day when I was flying down. Yeah, we got shortbread and all that. I don't know if we get shortbread. I hang it. <laughs> I was going to say that's a lie. He actually can't uh, help himself by adding uh, some false yeah. details. Because you're right. Maybe it's, it was a steak pie. Um, City <laughs> signed Gordon Dale, 30th November 1983. 40 years ago to the day. <laughs> was <he> even born? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Uh, you're down. There you go. I was on the uh, flight down. Walked, and, to, walked into by the way, walked into city. So my birthday, my birthday's June, right? So what's nine months back for June? No, don't, let's not go down that but road. November, I, think, so I think you're going to regret that. Uh, no, no, you think, same, hold on. No, you trying to tell us that? You trying to tell us that you're all dear in Sinatra? <laughs> <laughs> you think? Hold on. You think <laughs> Mister and Mrs Wilson were so <laughs> happy that he signed for Man City <laughs> that they conceived <laughs> you? Maybe. Oh, oh, that's a strange the time, the time is matching. True, true story, right? Walks in to Main Road. And, Who signed uh, you again? Billy Meaney. So it was. And you sat, didn't see my mum, had you? That was later on. Sat down and uh, turned round and I heard, Gordon, how are you? Welcome to Manchester City. And I was, oh, how you doing, law man? And uh, it was Dennis Law. True story. May I never move off this seat? And uh, sat, had a good chat with Dennis. Just talking about the old days and what I was going to bring and how. See, the you don't listen. You don't need. To, don't add this stuff because this is, is true. It's confirmed. It was forty years oh, yeah. ago. Dennis Law. And you, and Dennis Law was there. Yeah, yeah Dennis that's Law was sitting having a chat. With all the rubbishy talks. That's quite good. <laughs> what a revelation! Forty years ago today, Gordon Wilson signed. Gordon Wilson. Gordon <laughs> DL signed for Man City, and Mark Wilson was conceived. There you go. Things you never <laughs> needed to know. What a wow. night that was on a Thursday night or <laughs> any other night. Let's. <laughs> let's hear from son let's hear from Philippe Clement if we can these were his thoughts on the game tonight you can qualify with still one game to play it's it's a big thing there's not many teams in Europe who can qualify already now we're gonna grab it with two hands to, to try to do it tomorrow evening no with three hands because I expect the hand of the fans also I don't want that they think about that about the last game because it always can create some negativity in your head. No, I want that they continue what they've been doing until now. I want to create winners and winners are for me people who always want to win. Next game, going full and knowing if you can win that, you make a really big step because you can play in Europe uh, after January. This game does just kind of speak for itself it's fairly obvious what the aims are it's in no way linked to the weekend but at the same time your Philippe come on you've come in and it's been a, a largely a winning run a disappointment at the weekend so quite simple you know even just wanting to get back to winning ways I'm sure would come into the thoughts yeah and, and, and how important it is to you know keep the European dream alive Gordon um, they're still in a good position um, I think everybody fancies them to win tonight I know that 
you can look back and that terrible result, terrible performance um, against Limassol over there. But Rangers in a different place now. Um, even even at the weekend, as much as you know it was a draw, and I've heard some Rangers fans coming on a bit disappointed. I thought Rangers had enough chances to win that game. Um, so tonight at home, packed house. I do expect Rangers to win this and win it comfortably. He leaves no grey areas. You've got to say when he speaks before and after games. You no, know, very clear. Um, paints a very clear picture of what he wants from the players, and I think players appreciate that. I think under the previous regime, there was a lot of mixed messages. Um, a lot of things says that weren't particularly mm. true, and players see through that as well. But not with Clement. Okay, Rangers fans, what are you thinking then? Head off tonight, 01419511025. The previous caller had some thoughts, wanted to see Tom Lawrence drop out, Todd Cantwell move position, Robbie Matondo brought back in. What would your thoughts be? Do you agree or disagree? Give us a call. We do also have some callers wanting to discuss Champions League from Tuesday. Thomas is one of them. You've had an extra day to calm down, Thomas. How do you look back on it all? Uh, hi Gordon, hi Daz and Mark uh, I, I just think the, the performance we've we, we done well Gordon, you know I think we're a better team for the first half um, and obviously going into the second half but again it's just scoring goals you know it's just it's just trying to take chances when we've got them and obviously my point was obviously in the game Gordon but I think let's say looking at the bigger picture I think the board has, has to be ashamed of themselves you know, I think I think we should have strengthened long before this. You know, I mean, we've got, we need a goal scorer. We need we need a, a striker, and there's players at that club that personally I don't think will cut it. I think he'll get rid of a good number of players in January, like see, like Quan, Iwata, uh, Oh, I, I I still don't rail. I know a lot of my. My friends don't like goals I, play, I, just, I just don't like them I just don't think He'll cut it up for kid You know mm. um, When you say A new striker Do you mean to Like help Keogh go out Or to, to take Keogh's place What do you mean Probably help Keogh go out Gordon I, th- I think we need I think we need Obviously Keogh's the only Striker we've got You know And, and it's just we, we need to We need to build and We need to build Especially for you Again Europe Has been a, a disaster Total embarrassment You know out be Christmas again. It's just I know obviously for an average we get the money, but we don't, we're not seeing the money getting spent. You know what I mean? It's just I just think the board has to have a, a look at themselves and, and say, look, if we're going to if we're going to back Brendan Rodgers, back him, give him money. You know, instead of no getting money to, mm. to, to strengthen the team. Uh, embarrassing disaster, Mark. Would you go as far as that? What words would you use to sum up the campaign? Um. Yeah, well, when you look at the points return in the group the, that Celtic are in, yeah, it should be much better. I wouldn't say quite embarrassing because I, I try and take the performances into, into consideration as well. And I think for a, a lot of the games, they, they've performed well, apart from the Atletico one away, they've performed well. However, it's becoming now the expected that Celtic will put up a decent performance, however, come out with the same outcome. Um, where it used to be the opposite, when I was there, before I was there, sometimes we didn't always get a good performance, but we we more often not come out with a, a good result, and that's the difference. And Celtic find themselves the opposite way around, which is where nobody wants to be. But I, I do think it was glaringly obvious the other night, Brendan Rodgers addressed it after the game immediately. Um, me watching the game, everybody watching the game, the difference was quality. Lazio bringing the one piece of quality, a striker, 
who can score goals, who can sniff goals out like Immobile can. Celtic don't have that. That cutting edge at the top end of the pitch that when you do get a half chance or a decent chance like you've seen Yang get at the back post, Kyogo had a wee sniffy mm. drags back. Other teams in Europe have players that can yeah. punish you and I don't think Celtic have got that. They've got Kyogo to a certain extent but they've got nobody to challenge them. I feel like last season was definitely a story of missed chances. Mm. Could you really label that at the other night? I know there was one or two but it wasn't like Celtic passed up loads. Was it not really a creation, creating chances maybe was a bit more difficult on Tuesday? Yeah, um, I know everybody's pointing the finger at, you know, they need a, a quality striker and more quality players in. When you play at that level, and Mark will tell you he's played there many times, you've got to defensively be strong as well. I think Celtic always are easy to give you a goal. Uh, they lost a goal the other night there, and then within two or three minutes, terrible defending again. The game's away from them. So as much as you're looking at the forward areas, you've got to address the defence as well. Good teams start for the back. The, 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 all the best managers in the world will tell you that. You know, the great managers that built great teams always started from their goalkeeper, their back men, worked all the way up. And then hopefully you find the gems up top that can bag you the goal and be the winners. Um, I don't think Celtic have got that just now. I think that uh, Thomas was right. I think January will be very interesting. Now, he's having a go at the board for spending money. I, I think if you looked at Celtic spend, I, I think you're looking at two centre-backs as near. I think between them, seven million quid or something, is that right? You know, so in, in Scottish terms for Celtic, that's a lot of money. That's, that's a lot of money to be put out. And that's only in two players. What I think's happened is, I think they've brought players in and they've not been the quality that they hoped they'd been. Now, I said it on Tuesday night, I think if you strip Celtic down just now and everybody was fit, I think they're starting to live in as a very, very good starting eleven with everybody fit. I think the backup to that is where everything is where maybe Brendan Rogers is pointing about the quality. Um I, I always I think you can be a bit selective here and you can kind of pluck one or two random examples and, and say that there you go, just because this team does it, it you know, it should follow that, that every smaller team can do it. I know it's not that simple. But you can't ignore when you look around last night and you look at a team like Copenhagen who have five points. Everybody knows that generally the more money you have, the better you'll do. There's no secret. I don't think anyone's wanting Celtic to go and push on and try and win the Champions League. But if Copenhagen can get five points, can give it a right good go, even if they fall short on the last match day, they might drop into the Europa League, whatever it is. Um, and I do, again, I then accept the flip side of that. You look at the game at the Emirates last night and, and you know, there, there, yeah. there is there is a a gap between some of the have and have-nots in, in Champions League. But is it is it just about trying to squeeze a bit more out of it? You know what? Nothing's really changed for Celtic over the years from our time and before that your home games are crucial in the Champions League. You need to take care of those. Now, against Atletico Madrid, they get a credible draw and they were great that night. The Lazio one's the one that's killed them. You know, losing that goal uh, in the final minute is the one that's killed them and put them out of European competition, really, because I don't think many Celtic fans are expecting them to produce miracles away from home. It's just eluded Celtic for so many years. I mean, 39 away games and two wins away from home in that time. 
is a dreadful start and I can't see it changing anytime soon. But it was always, progression was always built in the home form. And they may go and beat Feyenoord, but it means for nothing mm. now. It's those games at the start of a campaign at home, you need to take care of. And Celtic in recent years just haven't been able to do that. Did you expect more Thomas when just particularly with Brendan Rodgers coming back because he is a manager of a, a certain standing in the game and he has been here before and he had won everything domestically when you, when you saw him come back did you expect it to be a bit more of a um, a European success this season? Yeah I expected it to be a bit better I mean Mark, Mark Wilson's hot the nail on the head you know the home games the home games is imperative you need to win your home games you know, and again, I'll take Mark's point against uh, the game against Lazio. That game killed us. It really had the last minute go with Pedro, I think it was. You know, but the home games, obviously, you need to win your home games. But I think when Brendan Rodgers come back, I think, obviously, a lot of fans didn't want him to come back. I was the one that didn't want him to come back because he's a, he's a good manager. You know what I mean? He's, his record spoke for itself when the, when the first time we was here, you know, but I just think that... that he needed to be back. And when they bring players in, their, pro, their project players are now, Gordon, they're young, and they won't get into that first team, you know. Just, I think we need to get players that are, that can come into the first team, you know, rather than, than not, you know. Is it inevitable that this is going to come back on the board or the club? Even, even if that's not the real reason or the main reason, we've now got a massive sample. We've got 15 winless Champions League games they clearly can't all be Brendan Rodgers' fault because he wasn't here for them all they're certainly not all Yang's fault or Greg Taylor's fault or whoever because they weren't here for them all so the one the one place you would able to look at the 15 games and by the way I know the makeup of the board has changed but it's the only place you can go if you're taking that snapshot. If you go through this season you're right you go well do you know what two men sent off in Rotterdam you're not going to win that Mm -hmm. You Fine, battered down to 10 men in Madrid Good result at home So it's really just the Lazio game That's the only real killer Is the home one before the other night um, But when you take that bigger sample The 15 That's going to have to come back on the club More than anyone else, isn't it? Well it has in, in the recruitment uh, And when they do the recruitment Because it seems like you've went in a time machine here Because it seems like we're going back Three years ago When this was always this would always crop up at the start of the season. And it was when Celtic had to go through the qualification campaign, you know, we'd have supporters phone up and say, we're not recruiting quick enough. And then when Celtic crashed out of the Champions League qualification, it was because recruitment wasn't done swiftly enough. Uh, then when Ange Postacoglu came in, kind of all got brushed away because he signed a few real gems that had the ground running and looked exciting, looked dynamic. And now it's we're back to where we were, projects. And so it seems like we've went back in time a bit. Uh doesn't it quite help when the board, you know, splash out there that they've they've got this amount of money, X amount of money in the bank and it's terrific. Fans don't want to hear that. Fans want to see progress on the pitch. They want to see signings come in and make a difference, and mm. particularly in Europe. Celtic have got enough in their squad to win this Scottish Premiership, no doubt about that. And they will get challenges along the way, but they're never going to scratch the surface in Europe if they don't have people to push the starting eleven that Daz is on about. Thank you very much to Thomas Enjoy the rest of your night I know somebody who'll be enjoying the rest of their night And the next few nights for sure Let me tell you about this Well done Caroline Right, Just imagine being at work The phone rings You're paying attention You say make me a winner Mm. And it's £170,000 
into your bank account at any time of year never mind this time of year and now we could make you the winner of 175,000 tomorrow when we make the call but only if you're in the draw obviously so text yes to 61025 if you do it right now you'll get five entries for the price of one text entry as a man who loves a deal a bargain do you think Caroline's thinking I wish they'd phone me tomorrow Get an extra five. I think she'll take the £170. The text of £2 plus your standard network rate. You can enter at Clyde1.com for £2 online entry or call 0330 The calls are charged at a standard rate. All the rules for this network competition are online, but it is over 18s only. And again, just like Caroline did, if you get the call after 3pm tomorrow, answer within five rings, say make me a winner straight away and the £175,000 Pounds would be paid into your bank account right after the call. Text yes to 61025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard on St Andrew's Day. Second half just got underway in Helsinki. It's Helsinki 2, Aberdeen 1. Uh, just after the break so Aberdeen very much up against it in the first half but that wonderful Angus McDonald strike bringing them back into it over to you on the phones 01419511025 Rangers fans are you heading to the game tonight are you settling down to watch it what are you expecting we'll give you the team in just a second you can give us your reaction uh, and Celtic fans also looking back on Lazio and the Champions League in general and European football and whether it's the signings or whether it's the manager or the tactics or the board you've heard all uh, of the suggestions before which one do you subscribe to though 01419511025 Gabriel has the teams then from Ibrox let's hear the Rangers team Gabriel Yes, I do, Gordon. And Philippe Clement makes three changes to the side that drew 1-1 against Aberdeen at the weekend. Connor Goldson suspended, so he's out. Liam Balgan's not in the European squad, so he's missing as well. Tom Lawrence drops to the bench. In come John Suter and Ben Davies to start at centre-half. Sam Lammers is back in the lineup as well. So let's have a run-through of the 11. Jack Butland in goal. A defence of James Tavernier, John Suter, Ben Davies and Borna Barisic. It'll be Jose Sifuentes and John Lundstrom in midfield again. Todd Campwell will start on the right wing with Abdullah Simmer on the other side. Sam Lammers will play behind Danilo. The substitutes, McCrory, Wright, Dessers, Lawrence, Matondo, Sterling, Roof, King, Devine, McCausland and McKinnon. What do you make of that? It certainly doesn't write itself, does it? No, it does, not, it does not pick itself. Who would have thought? Do you know something? He must he must be in that dressing room listening at six o'clock and thought, I'm going to upset the Dazzler tonight. Um, surprised. Surprised Lammers comes back in. Yeah, um, I don't think he's hit the ground running. I thought he had a great opportunity to get all three points at the weekend. I thought he should have done better. Um, Lawrence has, you know, come back for that injury. He played a few games now, maybe just looks tonight to maybe use him as an impact player. But I'm a bit surprised with that going, I've got to say. Lammers' last start was the Sparta game, though, Mark. I don't know. It's the only thing I can think. Um, because, you know, like we've heard on the phones, and we'll speak to Alan in a second, most Rangers fans were excited to see Tom Lawrence back, trying to accommodate Todd Cantwell, maybe shift those two around. I don't think we, we would have no offence to Sam Lammers. I just don't think we would have had many calls tonight to drop Tom Lawrence out and, and bring him back in. But he did start the Sparta-Prague game. Uh, not a chance for me I didn't expect that uh, listen I can only imagine it's maybe try to manage Lawrence's game time with coming off the bat uh, the run of some 
long-term injuries and he's he's been there and he's played um, some competitive football recently, this might have just been a game that Clement sees he doesn't quite need him for the start. But let's be honest, Lammers has just done basically nothing, I think, in his time. He, he scored a good goal up at Dens Park, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, apart from that, I think he's been a real letdown. Now, you can, you'll see the, tonight as an opportunity to go and then produce a performance that puts him in the frame again but he's had a lot of opportunities you've got to say that and Clement's gave him a lot of opportunities as well to play so surprised at it um, the rest Stas <laughs> says picks, picks itself. itself but Lammer's certainly a surprise mm, Alan is a Rangers fan what do you make of that team then Alan? Yeah just like panel quite surprised actually uh, I didn't see Lammer's coming back in I thought maybe McCausland uh, or uh, Warren Steen in the team so yeah, quite surprised. And if if I can get a point in Mark Wilson, please, mm. just after well, that. Yeah, let's let's do the team in a bit more detail for sure. Um, uh, what about elsewhere, Alan? You look at the two centre backs. It's it's necessity tonight. There there was no real other options. Comfortable enough with that though. Well, as you say, there's no choice. There's be, but comfortable, yes. Right, mm-hmm. Suter, Suter, when he comes in, he's a good player. And Davies, Davies. There's a mistake in him, but he's maybe one of the best defenders at the club when he's on his game, eh? Yeah, he's a funny one, Ben Davies. In many ways, Mark, he has had a, he had a, he's had a lot of good appearances for Rangers, good performances. Um, and then there are other times where it, it looks a bit ropier. Off the top of my head, maybe some of the better ones have been in Europe. Yeah, I would I would tend to agree with that. I think uh, in the Premiership is the ones that he's looked. Um, I haven't said that he did, he did play the the game in Cyprus. I should point out. Um, but I think he finds himself, you know, on the bench or or not in the starting eleven just because of the relationship when Balogun's came back in with Goulton, it looks fairly strong. Apart from the goal they conceded on Sunday, but apart from that, they've looked good together. And Davies has found himself. You know, out the team because of that. Again tonight, much like Lammers, he's back in. He's got an opportunity because Balogun isn't in the squad. It's an opportunity to go and perform and show Clement that in this stage he's still, you know, is going to be in his thoughts going forward. Mm. Because Rangers, like my opinion, Rangers will win. It's can they progress to the last sixteen? And Davies puts himself right in the frame of a has a good performance tonight. Yeah, Suter's maybe he's been a bit longer. I think he was the the Prague game. Away, mm. Gordon was the last time he played that nil-nil game, uh, just over a month ago. So, um, bit of rustiness can't afford. Well, can't afford to have rustiness tonight, I suppose. No, um, but I don't think it would be a major worry. You're looking at two guys, um, very experienced international, obviously Suter. Um, Suter looked like he was going to make a real go of it with his Rangers career after that injury, Gordon. Um, but I think the, the, the pairing just now would be Golson and Balogun. He's he's sort of se- seems to be the favourite under Clement. But as forced tonight, I, I've not got real worries about it. I know you can say there's a mistake. There's always a mistake in any defender. Uh, you can look at Davenir's defending. You can look at Barisic's defending. But it's still a solid back four and should be good enough at home. Mm. What else is on your mind, Alan? Uh, just a quick point of Mark uh, Listening about Lazio If they'd done this and done that Let's sum up Brendan Rodgers And Celtic's record In Europe Is shocking uh, Somebody can watch Statistics out there How many coefficient points Any Scottish team has put in The only annoying thing As a Rangers fan is We're not getting to win the league uh, Through our own fault And every year Celtic's picking up The 30 million Getting into Champions League <coughs> Due to your coefficient points 
Yeah, I mean, look, listen, there's no doubt Rangers have done brilliantly to contribute to the coefficient. The coefficient is a, it's a combination of, of everyone's efforts that is yeah. over, over the last five years. So it's not only Rangers, but obviously Rangers have done very well recently. Um, Alan, you say it's Rangers' own fault that they don't win the league. Celtic might have something to do with it, though. Yes, that, that's true, yeah, of course. Hi. And, and, and you know, you highlight Brendan Rodgers' Champions League. It's right, you know, you look at Brendan Rodgers' um, stats in the Champions League, I've seen them this week, mm-hmm. not particularly impressive, but the Champions League's a different level, totally different level for the Europa League. And Rangers saw that last year, the difference um, that you get. So Celtic Depends being incredibly Once you get to the, I mean, this current Lazio team on the basis of last night, I mean, that's the type of opposition you might have to play in the Europa League. You know, there's going to be... Yeah. It, it comes and goes, doesn't it? Obviously, the Champions League is a higher yeah. level, but last night and some of the games, they're not these games where you think, oh, wow, European superpowers, top of their game, can't do any better. Not at all, not at all. And, and Lazio, probably over both legs, you could argue that Celtic were well in both those games and could have come out with more positive results than they did, of course. Um, but it, it, I, I tend to think you get punished, you know, at the Champions League level very easily. So, Said the other night, I mean, if there's a way of losing these games, Celtic seem to find them. Yeah, Yeah, which is quite a weird place they're in at the minute. Well, they're throwing snowballs in Helsinki, that's all I can tell you. I'm (laughs) sure I saw one flying past the camera a minute ago. Uh, 54 gone, Helsinki 2, Aberdeen 1. Thank you to Alan. Keep your thoughts coming in on the Rangers game tonight or Celtic's European performances or anything else. And we shall play this first. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the football. Right, beat the pundit time. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL. Usually fairly easy opposition, so if you fancy it, it's 01419511025. The pundits have won six in a row. Let's put a stop to that tonight. You have to call before seven. Saints of Patter. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard on St Andrew's Day. Held that last note really long, didn't he? Didn't know when to come in there. Thank you, Mark Wilson and Gordon Dale, who are still here. I don't know why I'm thanking you. Still here. Normally here. Sort of have to be. Um, Let me thank you in advance for giving us a call in this next hour, Rangers fans. What are you thinking about the game tonight, Celtic fans? What's the post-mortem looking like on the European action a couple of days on? Helsinki 2, Aberdeen 2 now. Duke with the equaliser. Yeah, yeah. it looked like Aberdeen were, were finished, but a good couple of substitutions at half-time from the manager. Positive. And they've been right at it. And I'll tell you what, you'd fancy them to go on and get the money now. It looks like they're going to go ahead and get a third... Uh, if I'm honest, they just had another decent chance here. Good save at the front post. So whatever Barry said to them... At half time is certainly worked. The red ball is just really causing me particular. Why did they not go with yellow then? Um, but I'm also kind of red green colour deficient or whatever it's called. Are you? So like, it's causing me. Oh, real, no. it's causing me real issues. So what are you seeing at the minute? I mean, I can Black see and it. White. I can see it. It's just not great. You know, it's, uh, it's just a bit. Some have you I, always been like that? I expert can explain exactly what it means, but it's just it's just not great. <laughs> it's a problem with traffic lights. Uh, Is that no, no, nah, nah, see that's the thing. That's, can you see uh, them. I can just about manage to right, tell them okay. apart. Anyway, uh, right, oh one four one nine five one one oh two five. Let's play. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish Sun. slash football. 
Six in a row for the pundits. Yes. I'd hate to be in your two shoes. Your, yours in particular, off. but we'll get to them <laughs> in a minute. Um, I love that, No, I'd hate to be in your shoes. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, they almost conceded. Oh, what a goal right, 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 right. um, Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we do it now, will we expose your shoes now, or will we just do it later? <laughs> Nothing up with my shoes. My uh, shoes are looking. Right, we'll get back to them after beat the pundit. Kean is on from Coatbridge. How's it going, Kean? Alright guys, how you doing? Not bad, Kean, not bad. What made you call tonight? Yeah, my dad done it a couple of weeks ago with my wee brass yeah. Right. Oh, I think I, I think I remember that. How did that go again? Oh, you beat off Marvin Bartley. Oh, that's never no. good. Ah, that's never good. Now. So you're on to try and get some respectability for the family, is that what it is? Aye. Something aye. like that. Are right. you on your own tonight or get family with I'm you? I'm with Shea. I'm with Shea. A Shea again, he's a bit of bad luck charms, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is Shea's second appearance I know On Beat the Pundit in the last few weeks I like it right Keen. What we'll do uh, is Heads it will be Mark Wilson And tails it will be Gordon DL And it is it, That was heads before I dropped All right. it It was a song. Okay good luck Keen. Uh, right what we'll do is give is Mark Keen. 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 Oh Keen. No um, Keen's Guy out of Westlife Let's only. give Mark some greatest hits radio to listen to So that he can't hear us We've got 30 seconds on the clock Keen and Shea just answer as many as you can and pass if you don't know the answer, okay? <coughs> yep, all good. Good stuff. Your time starts now. What other Scottish team has James McCarthy played for before Celtic? Why? How many points do Rangers have in their Europa League group? Seven. What Motherwell players get the most international caps? Uh, Stephen O'Donnell. Who were the last home nation Scotland men's team beat? Uh, Georgia. Who's the only current Scottish Premiership player from Sweden? Pass. Name either team in the only all Premiership tie in the Scottish Cup draw. Pass. Okay, okay. Mark Wilson, can you hear us? Are you ready? Fuck. What? You hear what song that was? How could I hear what song oh, right. it is? Believe yeah. it or not, this is going to surprise you. I was, listening, I was listening to Keane. It was under pressure by Queen. So. Mm. Yeah. Keane, uh, it's Keane put me under pressure. Ah, Keane's decent. You okay. Ready? Yeah, 30 seconds it. on the clock yeah. Your time starts now Which other Scottish side Has James McCarthy played for Before Celtic? Hamilton How many points do Rangers have In their Europa League group? Oh Seven Which Motherwell player Has the most international caps? Uh, Kelly Who were the last <laughs> home nation The Scotland men's team beat? Uh, gonna go Republic <laughs> Ireland Who is the only current Scottish Premiership player From Sweden? Uh, Lager Bielka Name either side Playing in the Only all Premiership tie In the Scottish Cup uh, Oh Abs I don't know Okay mm. What do you think Keen? <laughs> <laughs> Keen, have you done enough? Murder <laughs> oh, No 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 Oh no. the family The shame of you all Oh dear <laughs> me That is not good Right uh, James McCarthy did start his career At Hamilton 1-0 Mark Wilson Oh he didn't even get that Rangers have 7 points Which you both got oh, um, The Motherwell player With the most caps Stephen O'Donnell, O'Donnell Has Scotland. got about 25 more caps Than Liam Kelly <laughs> Liam Kelly only got one Yeah I think uh, so One and a half um, What did your man get? He said Stephen O'Donnell Did he? Well done Well done No Level The last home nation Was Northern Ireland Um, I heard that question wrong I thought it was I I gathered that Because you said You said Georgia Um, (laughs) (laughs) There we go Um, Lager Bielka Is the only Scottish Premiership player From Sweden Which Mark Yes 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 Mm. So I think that's 3-2 Mark 
and name either side playing in the only all premiership tie of the cup draw. See, I think it's just an experience key. And see when there's a question asking you to name a team, just Rush guess County. one. Just guess a team. It's Kilmarnock or Dundee. Mm. None of you got it, but that means a three two win for Mark Wilson. Hard lines, Kean and Shay. <laughs> I'll take that over my dad's anyway. Exactly. Is your, is your uncle know that coming on next week? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll ask him. <laughs> the family tree. You better get the family tree out, mate. Good man. Well done, Shay, as well. Good to speak to you. Take care. Take care, mate. Cheers, guys. Yes, another convincing victory. Oh, yeah. his, his family's distraught, isn't it? I know. Oh, who's next? Uncle Alec. Yeah, just working the way What are you and Auntie Betty doing next Tuesday? <laughs> Seven in a row for the... Ah, it's easy. It's easy. It shows how little the public know of we are getting seven in a row. That's it. You just insult our entire. Exactly. Um, <laughs> we'll uh, I'll use out there. Uh, he's no nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the experts. Phone in the morning. Challenge you. <clears throat> is what is the referee complaining at here? Because I've just looked. The up, weather. Is he on about the snowballs yeah. again? Yeah. Um, it is getting a bit treacherous in Helsinki. There's I've nothing worse when minutes. Aberdeen are going around the pitch and the goal is built a snowman. Um, is it the, is it the, the the weather he's complaining about? Yeah, who's that that's I've sticking? No idea. Is that Aye. Craig Sampson? No, it's just someone in the Aberdeen coaching staff. I think is it. I've all got hats on and everyone's getting involved and trying to find out the... Aberdeen coaching staff saying, this is like summer. It doesn't look well, great, it, does it's, it? It's because the snow is obviously going to start covering the lines now, so the referee has to, well, <laughs> to obviously be able to see the lines to continue, doesn't he? Oh, it's one of the ones, just, I, I would just go look. It's a bit late, isn't 200 it? grand each. Let's shake hands <laughs> and move on. Let's get away here. Because the airport's got to be closed, you're not going to get home, mm. right? And that's a nightmare staying over there on another night. In Helsinki? Yeah. I can think of worse things. Nice part of the world. But it's known. And how did Alan Burroughs swing it? Have you seen where he is? Dubai. Hi. <laughs> come the dress to the Aberdeen staff. Is that what in Helsinki? Why is he brokering a deal? <sighs> a warm weather training camp <laughs> or something like that? Incredible. Uh, I think we should start going to cover them. He's got short sleeves <sighs> on. That's super scoreboard on the road. That's more than In the, the training road, training camps That's with his long sleeve shirt cut. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think he is speaking to the fourth official to see whether the game is playable. No such issues, as far as we know, at Ibrooks tonight. But keep your thoughts coming in on that team. The guys in here and the previous caller, they're both surprised because Sam Lammers has been brought back into the team and Tom Lawrence drops out. Does that surprise you? Or, actually, are you very much on board and understanding of that decision? Let us know, 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Uh, right, I can't, actually can't. Hold it any longer because we just alluded Go to then. it. Go we'll, we'll, we'll um, then. We'll keep tell you who <laughs> wouldn't struggle in this surface, Gordon. This guy beside exactly. me with these trainers they because they've got on? quite quite a soul on them. I've You've put, got to say, I've actually, I've you put, have given me a hard time. <laughs> I put this on Instagram today, right? I don't <laughs> even know if you know. I took a picture of your shoes because we, <sighs> we met up this morning for some business discussions, and um, <sighs> I took a picture of your trainers and I said on my Instagram story, which super <sighs> scoreboard pundit is trying to stay young? With these trainers now, a man of his, a man in his sixties, a man of any age. Do you want to try and lift your leg up to the camera? Can we get a look at them? Get them on the desk. Get the, get a camera. Where is the anyway. desk? That's fine. Leave That's them there. You, you've got the desk, but the camera. <laughs> Come on. I'll tell you what. Camera I'm, operators. I bet a few. Almost there. Come on. You get a big leg in. That's oh, it. look at these babies coming into shot. No, we can <laughs> only see the soul. That's the use. Well, that's the important bit because they're. they're oh, there oh, they are. There they are. 
Look at the babies. I'll tell you what, the the fish, there are three fish at the bottom there. My question to you is, are they age appropriate for a man in his 60s? So they're, what, they Nike Air? Oh, they are. I'll tell you what they are. Three payments of 40 bucks, <laughs> let me tell you, uh, every month at uh, the end I'm of the month. See when you get the car this green, morning. <laughs> what are we calling them? Green or yellow air bubbles at the back? I, I do, you, don't do, even know. do you know I bought a t shirt that colour? Did you them. buy them? Ah, I assume somebody gave you When them. he got in the car this morning, right? <laughs> I didn't even say good morning to him. I said, What have you got on your feet? And where did you get them from? Oh, I was six foot. See, my bubbles burst. I, I've not seen trainers like them since I was back at school. So that was a conscious decision from you no, to, no, to go I, in No, no, it was a mistake decision, right? They were actually bought for a Christmas present. And I thought to myself, Who for? I, I, it's a long story. This is everything's a lie with you. No, no, it's a true story. Who, I, it's I, a I, true story. I went in. I, bought, I know your family. Who are you? Bu- who are you buying those trainers for? I'll explain later to you. And what happened was when I got them home, I put. I, I thought, I wonder if they'll fit because same size as me. Then I sort of looked in them. Just fell in love with them. I just yeah, <laughs> and I sort of uh, I lay them down beside my bed and I kept sort of distracting. Kept I thought, looking at them. <laughs> they wondered they're that bright. Their bubbles are that bright. You couldn't <laughs> sleep probably. So I mean, I, they're, so they're horrible. I'll get away with them, I, I, and I'll buy him another pair. There's a lot, of, lot of leather on them. I'll tell you what, they've been, the back and they've just, been listen, down a storm. I don't. I've. No problem. Are you with telling a man me they're not? Young. They're not absolutely I just, I just didn't know the Nike Air with the bubbles were, were, were <laughs> big market for the the sixty plus. I mean, it's age got bracket. to be. Hold on a minute. Didn't they say they've been, size size nine on it? Didn't they say they've been age discontinued? See when, I, see when I buy toys and stuff for my daughter, and it'll say like three plus. Yeah, they should say like forty minus on them. Do you know what I like? Maybe I like the fish in the bubbles. I like the, I like pure. No, they're, they're definitely been in the cheap aisle and in, in the box they that you just are, take to the checkout because mate, they're not, they're, even they're not at the night shop. See, they're get, three payments. See, given him, given his history, <laughs> they'll be different sizes. <laughs> yeah, one's one, a nine, one's a nine and a half. One's a nine and a half. The thing is, right? So I put, the, I did, I put it on Instagram. Get, early, get a poll. Oh, did you get a poll? Gen, genuinely, like. I know this is what people say to exaggerate. Hundreds of people replied. So, you know, which pundit do you think these are? Hundreds replied. I would say about 80% got it right. They thought it was you. A couple thought they were yours, Mark Wilson. Well, that, I'm really offended at that because... because <laughs> you've not got the lolly to, to I buy I can't believe people think a man of my stature would wear those. I then had a, few, had a few rogue shouts for Hugh and so on. And I thought, nah, It'd be good to on. see Hugh in those, but they're... I think they're absolutely brilliant. They're, they're certainly eye catching. One more look at them before we go, before we move on. I, 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 to get them right, <laughs> straight. What camera is it? Is that mm-hmm. one there? Yeah, yeah, this one. The desk. Oh, jeez, would you look at the state of them? Right, go get your foot in the desk now. Go on. Right in front, here. Put your foot up there. Never mind. Helsinki and Aberdeen have been taken off the field, by the way. Um, it's really getting disturbing over there in, in oh, Finland. That <laughs> shows you how much materials on them. Honestly, Gordon Dale's now running. By the way, just before that, Gordon Helsinki missed an absolute sitter to go three two up. But it's the right decision you've got to say. You can't see the lines on the pitch now. Um, yeah, I'm not entirely sure what this means as of yet. But there are 74 minutes gone. Helsinki two, Aberdeen two, and both teams have been taken off the pitch uh, because the snow is so bad so we'll keep an eye on that and see what happens there but that is um, far from ideal Helsinki fans are clearly used to it I was going to say Aberdeen fans mm. should be as well but even by 
uh, the Granite City standards. The that pictures looks... Aberdeen before they flew out, they were throwing snowballs at each other. I think it's sprinkling of snow in Aberdeen, but this is heavy stuff. Yeah, oh, the tractors oh, on. Oh, I like the tractor. Go. That's what you need. I like the tractor. That's this the same colour at... as my trainers. Is. If this was us at Hamden, we'd have every ball boy with a brush like the Georgia game, sweep him snow no. off. Yeah, this, this. Oh, look at this. Oh, that's this is, easy. This is a country that's played winter football. There are three tractors on the pitch. At Helsinki Or going round the pitch Specifically to clear the lines See they're ready for this stuff They're prepared You're right That would be chaos If that was a yeah. Scottish stadium That's yeah. why the airport shut Just everyone looking at each here. other Just hoping for the best They'll have this game on In the next 10 minutes Yeah hopefully They'll we'll finish be. it off Should have phoned Gabs at Ibrox He'd have given him a weather update Hopefully we'll be okay Right <laughs> 01419511025 William is on the line William what are you thinking Ibrox tonight Straightforward yeah. or a worry Or how would you describe it Yeah hello Gordon Mark and Gordon, Hello. yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite like Gordon. My point was right about Philippe come on, and uh, an added point about Mark Wilson and his bare face cheek trying to slag off the Angels in Europe, right? But I'll come back to that. When did he do that? I don't know, Philippe, but William's going to tell me. Can I come back in? Of course, the, the yeah. line's open. Philippe, come on, right? Uh, I don't think the Angels have got a brilliant team, right? They've got a good team, but they've got a very good manager. The way he's come in and done his business, you see him in press conferences, on the touchline, his tactics, his structure. Rangers are definitely not a lazy team anymore. You're not allowed to be lazy with this man. You'll, you'll be running, you'll not be playing. I do think he's come in and done absolutely brilliant in what he's done. And if you can get the players up to, up to the levels that he, he wants, I think we'll not be far away. What do you make of his decision to bring in Sam Lammers tonight? Curious. I would, have, I would have put Cantwell there and I'd have put a young boy McCausland on, on the wing or Montondo. I just I, I agree with Mark and God. I don't think uh, Lammers is... I don't think he's... That chance he missed on uh, Sunday is just a guy who scored what, two mm. goals in about five years, you know what I mean? Do you think it is safe to say there's a lot of emphasis being placed on the win against Sparta last time out and almost trying to, to kind of recreate that? Um, you know, European opposition at home at Irox mm. Lammers played that night. I, I must admit, off the top of my head, I don't think he played brilliantly well individually that night. But is it is is that is that the thinking? Must managers do played in the yeah, last. Yeah, managers couple. do tend to look back at games, certain uh, fixtures, Europeans, obviously different from the Premier League week in week out, um, different opposition. Um, so. I, th- I think he's look. Williams come on and sang the praises uh, of the of, of their of his manager. So he's picked Lammers tonight. He's got to put the trust in Lammers as uh, the right guy for the the position tonight. Me personally, I probably wouldn't f- if I was in, in that position. But as William quite rightly said, this guy's come in. He's got a tune out of one or two of the players that weren't hitting the ground running, as we say. Um, he looks like he's got them well organised. He's got them well up for it. My my, I, I'll hold judgment on him. I've liked him. I've got to say, I've I've really taken to him. I like the way he speaks. I like the way he conducts himself. Everything about him. I'm excited for January and the summer to come. I want to see the type of football player that he's going to bring to to mm. Glasgow and Ibrox. Right, go on then. What's what's Mark Wilson's bareface cheek all about? I'm interested. You've yeah, teased he's me. talking about Champions League level and Europa League level, right? Rangers have beat plenty of teams in the Europa League that are Champions League level. No, you go to get to the last rounds. We've played teams like Dortmund, Leipzig, uh, Porto, Benfica. have no beat Rangers. 
There are definitely teams in the later rounds that are Champions League level. Not, I mean, Mark's got to understand Rangers were in a European final two years ago, a Scottish club in a European final. Uh, and if he's watching his own team, who he loves, the same, and he's trying to let, dismiss Rangers' uh, achievements, it's not a good look. This is great because I love slagging all the pundits. I don't mm. know when you dismiss Rangers. But sure. Later, but um, I, I think it was because I, I said that Rangers saw how difficult the Champions League was ah, last right, okay. season. I still don't know how that's dissing them, William. I'm, I'm not sure about that. I understand perfectly well. Rangers went to the Europa League final a couple of years ago and how well they did in that run. That was two years ago. Uh, I'm referring to the Champions League, which Rangers' most recent inclusion was last year, where they found it difficult. And my point was purely that Celtic are right there just now as well, find it difficult. So I don't know. I don't know where you're coming at there, to be honest. Do I come back in? Absolutely. Yeah, no, you, you came across the way that Rangers are not competing in the Champions League and Celtic are in the Champions League. You were more or less saying the Europa League was like, a level below which you're, you're correct but when you get to the later rounds of these teams Mark there is Champions League level teams in it which Rangers are beating yeah yeah, of course of course there is sounds like we're all agreeing at the end uh, somehow in the midst of it this tractors <coughs> have almost cleared the snow 01419511025 thoughts on tonight's game thoughts on Tuesday's game anything else we've not even we gone to sin bins we could do that at some point that's the hot topic at the moment give us a call right now and we'll try and get you on next. But let me tell you about this first. Cash for Kids. Mission Christmas. With J&D Pierce, Scotland's premier structural steel specialist. Changing landscapes across the UK. Christmas tree up yet? No. Still not, yet. not for you. Good. Weekend. I like to hear that. This I like weekend. to hear some people are resisting the temptation. First of December. We know that you're a lost cause. You just no. don't have one. Um... Actually, I, I like to hold firm, but there is one about that size has gone up in my daughter's room, so I feel like that's all right because she's a bit okay. excited about yeah. that. That's fine, um, but it is definitely that time of the year. If you've braved a shopping centre recently, you will know it is definitely that time of the year. And with Christmas round the corner, it means Cash for Kids Mission Christmas is very much back. It's in full flow now, in fact, because we know that this Christmas is going to be particularly difficult for a lot of families out there right here in our communities as well. And we're trying to make a difference by supporting Cash for Kids Mission Christmas. And if you're wondering the types of places that your money would go, uh, let's hear from Weston Bartonshire Community Food Share. It's a food and clothing bank, incredible that we still need that, um, that helps families in poverty. And Claire from the group tells us about a family she's been working with. Every day we're getting calls from new families who have never had to use our type of service before. Very emotional, very upset. A lot of the new families who are now contacting us are working families who just cannot keep up with the bills that are coming in. Everybody's just finding it very, very difficult to cope and to manage to put food on the table for their children. Yeah, we're talking about putting food on the table or clothes on somebody's back. Nothing elaborate, nothing outrageous, just trying to make a bit of a difference for many children in our area this Christmas. Every penny raised, we can guarantee that, that every penny goes straight back to those families that need it. And it makes such a difference. So if you want to head to Clyde1.com forward slash mission, you can find out all the details there. Uh, and a big thanks to some folks who are already doing good things. Scarivore, the band, have announced Christmas song Angel of Christmas coming out tomorrow. All the profit going to Mission Christmas, selling merchandise as well, um, with £2 from each of the sales they're going. Also, Clyde & Co in George Street, CRD Property in Rutherglen. We've got Iceland stores throughout Glasgow in the west. Uh, Mess Art Boutique Hair Salons, Great Western Road, and Uddingston all taking toy donations 
uh, throughout Mission Christmas and taking part in Christmas Jumper Day as well. So, Cash for Kids Mission Christmas with J&D Pierce, Scotland's pre- premier structural steel specialist who are proud to support the local community. Super scoreboard on St Andrew's Day. <laughs> <Gav>. <laughs> We're back underway in Helsinki. The snow has been cleared. How efficient was that? Get these that. guys down at Glasgow Airport when things uh, go a bit wrong in the winter. Um, it's 73 on the clock. Helsinki 2, Aberdeen 2. Um, and the pitch not looking great, but it's better than it was. I think they were even playing jingle bells uh, over the, the Tannoy system during the, the break. So hopefully Aberdeen can kick on and win this. We're about half an hour away from kick-off at Ibrox. So still time to get your calls in. The previous caller was a Rangers fan who said the decision to bring back Sam Lammers was curious. I quite like that word. I wonder what word you would use to describe it or whether you just think it was the, the right call. Let us know what you make of that Rangers team tonight. We're looking back on Celtic's Champions League disappointment as well. Let's do that. And sin bins, anything else that's out there, 01419511025 after I give you this question. The full-time teaser with Sliding Wardrobe Solutions East Kilbride. Slat wall panels available in seven colours. Now in stock at East Kilbride at competitive prices. Okay, to celebrate St Andrew's Day. You know where this is going. I think we do this, a question. variation of this question every year. Can you name the last seven players to play for Scotland called Andrew or Andy? Robertson. Can you name the last seven players to play for Scotland called Andrew or Andy? Robertson. Andy Robertson, yes. Um, Webster. Andrew yes. Webster, yeah. Andy, Andy. All right, listen, I'll leave it there because let's give the listeners the chance to tweet us and get their answers in and they can play along at home. So don't give away too many at the moment. I don't think you know them anyway, but even if you did. Uh, and if you want to send your question in, that was Chris and Partick who sent that tonight. And it's very simple. Come up with a question, email fulltime at clyde1.com and send it in. We'll try and use it on the show. So there we go. You all right? No, you don't need to give any more just now. No, we're just looking at each other. Don't do that either. Mm. Oh, how disturbing was this last night? Did you, the, one of the most disturbing tweets of all time came in last night, and it was from a guy saying that he was lying in the bath, listening to the show, and then he just realised mm. that you were probably lying in your bath at the same time, just sharing how like sh- a naked moment. If you're moment thinking that, <laughs> but he tweeted That's in to admit it and tell us. Think of things floating everywhere. Yeah, was it bath night last night? Right yeah, now? so uh, Wednesday's always my Wednesday. yeah you know, hump day's always my my bath. I, I do day. wish you would stop referring to it as well, that though, in the context though of you. All right, you know what I mean, I in the bath at the same time. Um, I, I mix my week up. Wednesday's my. Can I actually give you an update though on something we received last night? You you a Spotify man. No, you like listening to music, do you not? Yeah, but what, I'm you Apple I, Music or something. I used to be Spotify, right. but I've moved you, over. No, I'm not Spotify. Okay. No, I've moved over. But you'll you'll be aware that Spotify Wrapped came out yesterday, yeah. and it tells you how many minutes people have given to listening to their favorite bands mm. or whatever you know, favorite podcasts. Um, last night, we people were sending in how many minutes they had spent listening to Clyde One Super Scoreboard podcast this year, and we reached some absolutely eye-watering statistics right and I thought it, I thought it could not possibly be topped it just couldn't and I've just received one from Dino right who listened to this in a year listened to you lot on Clyde One Super Scoreboard for 64 
1,853 minutes <laughs> Many <laughs> shows is that I don't know what to make Divide of that Divide that I mean, As much as we're grateful There's not much going on in Dino's life is yeah. there? Do you want to know what that, that amounts to? Yeah. 45 days <laughs> 45 days 45 days Dino, come on, mate. <laughs> no, I like it. I like Let's take Dino out. <laughs> Switch his radio off. Dino. Get so I replied to Dino and said, you know, how, how can this be? Because I mean, do we even do that many shows in a year? But he says he even goes way back and listens to all these old shows because he just likes, like, you know, he'll go back to when. So Dino's a Celtic fan. So he says he'll go way back to like 2017, find a show in which. You know, Celtic won or Rangers lost or whatever, Aye. and just enjoy the reaction Aye, okay. to it. Forty-five days. That's Dino, a lot, eh? yeah, That's a you lot. need to take Dino. I like listening to podcasts and things in the car when I'm driving, but I don't you know if it's forty-five hours worth. Well that's done, a, Dino. You're keeping us of, in a job. Yeah, that's a lot of podcasting. Well, listen, we've we've done enough, haven't we, on on your music last week, really? Yeah, my music. Was it Sybil. I got a lot George of good, good, good and, feedback um, from my music. Tina Turner, of course. Who can we forget? <laughs> oh, that, was, uh, yeah, yeah, that was number ten. Come yeah. on. Um, and she was good at that time. You know, yeah. she she could hold the stage. Well, it's going to be a nailed on Christmas number one now, isn't it? See Shane McGowan's passing. Oh yeah. The Pogues yeah, passed yeah, away. Is that shame. nailed on? I see they're taking bets and all sorts. That'll be back at Christmas number one. Mm, you know the song? What, what you, yeah, I do. Give us a rendition. No, obviously we wouldn't make light of a serious situation, but it's been quite a few days for like famous deaths, hasn't it? Mm. It was, was it Alistair Darling today. Yeah. Uh, what's the, the guy from Brookside? Jimmy Sunday. Um, what's his character called? Corkle. Corkle. Jimmy. Right? Jimmy, Jimmy Corkle. Uh, He's passed away. Well, I mean, the, the main guy, the uh, guy who, that uh, the guy who played him, Dan. Why are you, why are you so coming many famous down? Why is coming down with a tear somewhere? Yeah, yeah, because why we even mention that? There's sad much time of year. A sad, sad no, time, of course. because of Shane McGowan and the Christmas number one. Right, it was Christmas okay. time. And then there was your, uh, your pal for Berenthorn as well. Passed away, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> that, that pal of yours. <laughs> oh, she, is she away? Is she away? <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe I missed the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't make any more jokes. Hold on, hold on. Stop. Like this is a death. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's not funny. It's not funny. Exactly. Oh, it's not funny. What is your favourite stage? When they like performers. to carry that. She, she certainly could hold the stage like Tina Turner could. By the way, I, I was there. I've seen her front row one time. Oh, did you? I swear. Oh. And she had her daughter beside her. Doing oh, enough. It was. Uh, <laughs> if you're eating your dinner. Aye. Yeah. Switch off the radio just now, wasn't it? <laughs> we'll remember her well. 80 minutes gone in Helsinki. <laughs> it's Helsinki 2, Aberdeen 2. Oh, I've lost the plot. I've completely lost the plot. Oh no. Sin bins, anybody? <laughs> yeah. Any change of, oh, of topic? Wow. Let's hear from Philippe Clement. There's been talking this week about potentially introducing sin bins into football. These were his thoughts on it. That's for me a difficult thing because I think it becomes a little bit a circus then with players coming in and out constantly during a game. Some people already protesting against VR because it stops the game and the referee needs to go out and in. But it makes the, the, the game more honest. So you need to see the, the negative things are, for me, less than the positive things in that way, that you get more honest results at the end. 
so I'm positive about that. But if players need to go out for two minutes, five minutes, I don't know why. What? How much time? Because of a yellow card and come in, what is the moment to come in? It's already difficult for the moment if you have an injured player and you restart and he's on the sideline. It's already difficult to get them in sometimes. And it's a big discussion with the referees because where is the ball and what is the danger and whatever. So I think it would create more fuss than is necessary. Yeah, look, Philippe Clement's getting right to the, the detail, the logistics of it. Um, the story is the use of sin bins you know, has been looked at in football, part of a series of measures to help protect referees from abuse. So IFAB have, I think they met on Tuesday, talking about, um, yeah, basically that. I think everyone knows what a sin bin is. You don't need me to describe it. A temporary dismissal, in case you're in any doubt. Um, I think they have a grassroots trials of this uh, in England. Um, I think mostly for dissent, but then I, I know there was discussions as well about maybe even, you know, the sort of, Tackles or offences that aren't necessarily red cards, but maybe want a bit more than a yellow, if you like. You know those really kind of cynical trips or whatever. I've seen that mm. mentioned as well. Um, your thoughts? Not for me. I'm pretty much what Clement uh, has just said there. That pretty much overcomplicating things. Uh, if the sole purpose is to protect referees from abuse, and uh, and that's probably what it is. Plus those little things, but see, it's to protect them from abuse. I think we are overcomplicating things. I think as soon as the way you simplify it is as soon as there's any player approaching the referee, apart from the captain, to yeah, make well, that, comments, that part of it, wasn't it? You just yellow card them. And if they do it again, it's a second yellow card and a red card. Now, if you continue down that path, pretty quickly the players are going to recognise that I cannot go near this referee, it's only the captain. I just don't get temporary, you know, orderings off to come back on. And is that really teaching the players a lesson that they might be off for two minutes? Or five minutes? I don't think so. I think if they're getting ordered off and their team is then down to ten men for the remainder of the game, that message will get mm. through a whole lot quicker. Yeah, it depends, Gordon. I think, you know, like we said, some tactical offences as well. It, I The idea of it, I take Philippe Clement's notion, you know, about how you make it work and why we need to keep adding so many things to football, that is, I think, a lot for people to digest can you understand why there does, there is a desire to look at certain sort of cynical fouls and trips that don't warrant uh, a red but are, are seen by some to be more than a yellow? I think we're trying to look at other sports and try and pick the brains of other sports to try and help our sport. But, but ours with, is the best yeah, and the most popular. Well, it's I'm, funny I, why we keep I, doing that. Yeah, and I'm, I'm with Mark and the Rangers manager. I think it's getting too complicated Maybe it's an old-fashioned thing for me. Uh, I think VAR's hard enough for supporters to take in and understand. And then if you add into that sin bin, uh, I just don't think it brings anything to the game as far as I'm concerned. You know but, what, you make a good point though. We are the best sport, we are the most popular, but uh, it's a reason, because the game's fluid, you know, it is so simplistic in its measures. You know, the fouls are, are deemed by a yellow for a a warning and a fence and then a red as a follow-up. Why keep adding layers? Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, what do you think? If you've got any thoughts, please get them in. Big result elsewhere for Rangers. Sparta Prague 1, Real Betis 0. So that is good news for Rangers. If they win tonight, then they will top the group. Okay, and that means last 16 when he gives on. Yeah, yeah, that's Gabriel. great news then. Gabriel can 
bring us all up to speed. We will go back to Ibrooks next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hear it. Watch it. Search the YouTube stream now. Patron Saints of Patter. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard on St Andrew's Day. What an evening in Helsinki. The snow has completely covered the pitch again, but we're probably going to see this one through. Aberdeen 2 all at the moment into the 90th minute. Decent enough performance. You probably just take this and get up the road. You get a bit of money for it. You won't get obviously the same amount as you would have for the win, but still a decent enough showing in the end for Aberdeen. Looked like they were up against it early on, um, but they were 2 0 down, back to 2 each, and we're building up to kick off at Ibrox as well. Let's bring in Gabriel, who is there, Gabriel. So we know the early game in Rangers group is coming to an end. So what does this mean for Rangers Betis losing against Sparta Prague? Well, it's actually a great result for Rangers, Gordon. It means they know a win tonight will see them through. They'll progress to knockout stages and it will put them at the top of the group going into that final match against Real Betis in two weeks' time. It means they'll only need a draw in Seville to finish in first place and go straight through to the last 60 of the competition. They'd miss out a whole round and they'd miss out the teams who dropped down from the Champions League. That'll certainly give Philippe Clement's side a huge boost in the changing room before kickoff. Not that they'll need it, Gordon. Rangers are always right up for it on these nights. There we go. Great position to yeah, be. Yeah. Um, great incentive um, for everyone at Rangers tonight. Um, puts them in a good position. You'd expect that... By the end of the play tonight, you expect Rangers to go over there. Draw is enough for them. Um, but they've got to get the job done tonight and figure about it the right way. I'm sure they will certainly do that. Yeah, they wouldn't need any extra motivation, but Philip, come on, you know, just tells them that as they're going out the door. The result in the other game puts you in pole position. You know what you need to do, and I expect them to go out and win tonight comfortably. Mm, let's bring in William, who's on the line. How's it going, William? Hi, how you doing, guys? What are you thinking tonight, William? Listen, I'm a first side caller as well. I have phoned up, but I've not got. What, what made you? Day. What made you call tonight? Then what's what's what are you thinking? To, see, to ask the guys if they think that players in general play badly to get rid of a manager. Ooh. <laughs> right, give me more than what based on what. So, you, from a Rangers perspective, from, I don't really have a perspective, and look. I just watch football and when the play, a Celtic team or any team at all want to get rid of a player mm. the results just seem to go mm. bad and but the, re- the re- I just suspect the relevant or the kind of recent one if you like you, you know Philippe Clement's come in and things have got better is that I'm so yes yeah, yes right, absolutely yeah um Mark, you've been there no, more recently. Uh, yeah, I have been. Uh, I've been at clubs when managers have lost their job, and there was no way that any me or my teammates played badly to get rid of a manager. However, um, it shows the importance of a manager and a good manager. And when things are going well, that everything's going right. Players play at the top of their performance, and that comes from the manager and the coaching team as well. I know it comes from individually, but if a player's feeling comfortable and they're quite clear on what the instructions are are being asked of them and the team has a joined up way of playing uh, under you know good stewardship then you see good results if that's not all there or some of those components are missing then it can result in the manager losing their job and that's obviously what happened in the recent dismissal of Michael Beale you've seen things 
you know, unfurling as the weeks went on. Bits and pieces were getting progressively worse. Players were playing, um, you know, well below their performance levels that people knew they were capable of. And then that results in manager losing his job. But I don't believe that they got badly and do it on purpose. Yeah, I've got to back that up. Um, I think sometimes players will moan about the manager. Of course they will. Um, the organisation, leadership's very important for a manager in a modern day game. But when you go on the pitch, I think you try and give your all. Um, you can come off it and think, well, I wasn't played in the right position. Or, you know, the team, the way we're playing is not the right way. Of course, we've heard it all before in dressing rooms. But as an individual throughout my career and people I've played with and even guys I know now, I, don't, I, I couldn't name anybody that would go out deliberately and not play well to try and get a manager he's mm. William, the reason you've asked the question, do you think it does happen? It's just, <laughs> I'll tell you why. I go to the bookies and my team wins every week and soon as they want the manager away, <laughs> they lose. Yeah, but maybe that's why, maybe the manager needs to go because the team isn't doing well <laughs> yeah, right. round that way. I mean, see, this upturn under Philippe Clement, you see Rangers winning tonight? I, I definitely do, yes. Mm. I mean, Mark, he, given that this group has that disappointment in Limassol in it not that long ago, this is a great position to be in. Well, it's some turnaround, it's isn't hard. it, in a, in a short space of time. Um, well, they did beat Betis while Michael Beale was yeah. still there, didn't they? So they had that in the bank. Uh, but the Limassol performance was was the bottom of the barrel, really, for Rangers. There's only one way they could go, but they've, they've got there fairly quickly. You know, they've elevated their performances. But Philip, come on, seems like a serious guy, a winner in, in a different country, a man who's quite clear with his press conferences. And you can only imagine that becomes even clearer in the dressing room to the players and the message he's trying to portray. So when you get those things right, it all adds up to better results. And Rangers have put themselves in the best possible position to top the group by the end of the 90 minutes tonight. Uh, thank you, William, from Renfrew on 0141-951-1025. I think is that it finished in Helsinki. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A share of the spoils to all. Uh, Aberdeen trailed 2-0 and pulled it back to level things. So a decent end to the group, albeit not in terms of progression to the latter stages. Let's go back to Ibrooks and get a recap of the team's kickoffs getting ever closer. Yes, it is, Gordon. Huge night here at the freezing cold Ibrox. What a chance Philippe Clement has here. Victory. We'll see the team progress to the knockout stages and put them to the top of their group with just one game to go. And what a turnaround it has been since the last meeting against Aris, where a managerless Rangers lost embarrassingly in Cyprus. Clement has turned the club's fortunes around. He remains unbeaten and he's looking to extend that record this evening. He makes three changes to the team that drew against Aberdeen at the weekend. Connor Goldson, Liam Balgan and Tom Lawrence are out. John Suter, Ben Davies and Sam Lammons are in. The team is as follows. Jack Butland in goal. A defence of James Tavernier, John Suter, Ben Davies and Borna Barisic. Jose Cifuentes and John Lundstrom are in midfield. With Todd Campwell, Sam Lammers and Abdul Asima in front of them. Danilo leads the line. And Limassol made just one change to the team that beat Rangers two months ago. Former Russia striker Alexander Kokorin comes in to start up front alongside Babika, who scored the winning goal in the reverse fixture. An attacking enough side, the Cypriots know they need to win. I spoke to winger Ross McCoslin yesterday. He's talking about the run to the Europa League final two seasons ago. He went to many games as a fan and he believes this team can do something similar this year. They've got a great chance tonight to take a huge step towards that goal. They'll reach it, they can reach the knockout stages 
and take control of the group. Now it's freezing cold as I said Gordon but it hasn't deterred the fans. They are ready to roar their team onto victory. There's a huge Saltai display across the stand to my left marking St Andrews Day and Scotland's last side who have a chance of progressing in European football. Kickoff is just over five minutes away. Go on then you two hopeless tipsters what are you thinking tonight? I'll go Rangers 3, Aris 0 3-0, comfortable according to Mark Wilson Gordon Diel I'll go 2 2-0, two so Rangers get themselves in yeah. good shape to try and top the group Yeah, they get, uh, look, they've no excuses whatsoever Everything's there for them They're at home tonight They know the job they have to do Just go out there, be professional Get the three points And uh, I can see Rangers doing that Okay, let's finish off. It is St Andrew's Day. Rangers pride of Scotland, says the flag behind the goal. We've got a display there in that stand as well. It is St Andrew's Day and that is the theme of the teaser. Who are the last six Andes or Andrews to play for Scotland? You've given me Andy Robertson and Andy Webster. Andy Gorham. Not in the last six. Oh, Constantine. Yes. Is there no seven? No. Was there seven? I thought you said seven. Right, if, okay, mm. I'll tell you what. If I did... Maybe I did Gorham Gorham would be the seventh I couldn't remember Where we cut it off I thought we put six up On the screen That's why I was saying that Right so I take it Andy Walker isn't he one No Andy Gray The young Andy Gray Yeah well done Mark He's there Did you say What did you say about Yeah he's on there Tell me Halliday's never had a No What about Shinny Oh good shout You can remember Andy Shinny Scotland cap Fair play to you Well done Magnificent mm-hmm. That just coincided With you checking that phone in that <laughs> I'm not playing I'm Ever again like Ever again I'm, on. I'm out uh, Men have we got One to go got One to go mm-hmm. Recent No Era 2001 But you You know him Well Mark Wilson Andy I think Andy. you would have been A teammate of his at one point Yeah Hi Andy yeah. Andrew I know him well, Andy. Teammate, Scottish internationalist. Big Andy. We Andy. Andy. I think it's one, one cap. I think a sub appearance. So much like yourself. Uh, Andy yeah. McLaren. Andy McLaren. Yes. Ah, I don't get that. Andy will be raging. That didn't get it. There we go. Sorry, Thank Andy. you, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL. Whatever happens at Ibrox tonight, we will look back on it all tomorrow. Be interested to hear what Hugh Keevens makes of it. So make sure you join us at six o'clock tomorrow. And in the meantime, thanks for listening. You can watch back on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, listen back wherever you get your podcasts. And Callum is up next.